0: Oh, my computer crashed. Oh no, I've got a virus. Oh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday. 647-977-7113. ITMayday.com Stand up for your right. Get up, stand up. Don't give up the fight. Hello, you're listening to Linda Pinazotto of The Condo Expert. And we've been talking about protection of condo owners, protection of citizens in the province of Ontario, and protection of our rights. In the decision-making process, putting ourselves in a position where we can advocate and represent, put out a voice for our rights to make sure that we are being listened to condominium owners, the only way that you're going to have an association to represent you is going to be the Condo Owners Association. Tap it in, www.coaontario.com. I want to talk a little bit about the structure of COA. The structure is really important because, you see, the Condo Act Review... Okay, or the decisions that are being made with respect to changes of acts, they actually fall very strong strength in the hands of your local member of provincial parliament. And the interesting part is, is that your member of provincial parliament, of course, would be the person that received the majority vote in your riding. Now, beyond that, you also have a municipal picture to the equation because, you see, you have a councillor in your ward who would have also been elected by majority vote, and that councillor handles the municipal issues, but the member of provincial parliament, your MPP, handles the provincial issues. The Condominium Act is a provincial issue. When the condo owners association was put together, the idea that was founded, the idea behind it was to create a body of communication. So, for instance, you as a condo owner, if you live in Trinity Spadina, for instance, and you need to find out about municipal issues, then you would then go to your councillor. And he would address the municipal issues. Now, that actually would be a district within the city, the city being Toronto. So, COA Toronto, the Condo Owners Association Toronto, is a division under the Condo Owners Association Ontario. So, that's a division. Now, below the division, of course, you have all the different wards. So that would mean that Trinity Spadina is a ward. So Trinity Spadina is a ward, which is a district within the city of Toronto. The reason it was set up that way is to create a mechanism of communication because the only way that condo owners are going to find protection is if the Condo Owners Association has it balanced out so that we have direct communication with the various councillors relating to municipal issues within that ward and the various members of parliament regarding provincial issues within that riding so you can imagine when you're talking about public officials who who really their future and their occupation their position is incumbent of receiving votes from the taxpayers. And those taxpayers are the condo owners. So when you go to your MPP for help, because you've got a problem in your neighborhood, say you have a problem with your condominium corporation and it happens to be in that neighborhood, and you then go to your member of provincial parliament for assistance, he is one person that COA, the Condo Owners Association, within that That municipality in that city can work with to come to some form of resolution and or document the problems so that when the decision-making process comes out in front of our provincial government, every MPP will have a working mechanism with the Condo Owners Association so that we have first-hand knowledge of problems that are happening within the various buildings within those different ridings. You as a condominium owner, you're not alone. Chances are, if you have a problem going on in your building, you know what? It's almost guaranteed that there's going to be other people in that same building that could potentially have problems as well. So the fact that Minister Tracy McCharles and I have to put this in the Premier's lap too, because there's no way in the world that she does not know what's going on. And then Deputy Minister Giles Gerson, he's been involved in this right from the start. So when we're looking at the various people, Don Leniham, who has been the person that was designated by the Public Policy Forum to be involved and actually oversee the operations and how this whole thing kind of you know, worked its way out, We got to sit back and ask. We want to know, you as a condo owner, you want to know, have they done everything possible to ensure that condo owners had representation during the expert panel when all of these recommendations were put on the table? And who exactly represented the interests of the condo owners? Because you know what? The Condo Owners Association was not invited. And right off the bat, that should put out some warning signals. You know, the the government says that it was a pilot project. A pilot project. So we took the lives of 1.3 million people and we threw it out there as a pilot project with service-related trades. After neglecting it for 14 years, now at the tune of forty eight dollars per year times five hundred eighty seven thousand condo units at the cost over a five year period is going to be one hundred forty million dollars eight hundred eighty thousand without even taking into account the new construction that's going on. But it was a pilot. I think it's time for condo owners to make our provincial government accountable for their decisions. And it's time for you as a condo owner to step forward, register with the Condo Owners Association, www.coaontario.com. Step forward. Let's make an impact because if this all goes through, you are worse than you were before. There is absolutely no question in my mind that in the last year and three months, we have gone absolutely nowhere. And I think it's sad. I think it's really, really sad. You know, I think the important thing for condo owners to understand, and and, you know, there's a lot of good condominium uh, directors out there. It's not only, you know, I know a lot of times we talk about the bad issues and the bad things that are happening, but you see, it's the bad things that are creating the problem the good directors and the good situations within condo buildings. And, you know, and and I got to put it out there too, is that, you know, when when a condo board is looking to, uh, you know, say they're in their AGM and you're at the point now where you're going to be um, electing someone to be on the condominium board of directors and they've put out a resume that really does not tell you that they know anything about condominiums. Maybe you should think twice Because there is no advantages to have board. Yes, I mean, you can turn around and say, well, you know, it's a volunteer position and they're, you know, from the bottom of their heart, they're really, you know, want to be a board member and it's really important to them. Well, how important can it be if they haven't taken time to even go learn anything? Like, how can it not, how can they not learn anything? I mean, as I mentioned earlier, you can go actually go right on the Condo Owners Association website. Listen to the condo expert. We provide an enormous amount of information. It is virtually impossible, unless there's a language barrier, for someone who's put their name in to say that they would like to sit as a board member, and they're asking for your support to be a director. And if you ask them the question, how much do you know about condominiums, and they say to you very little, obviously there's a problem. First-time members, mandatory training for first-time members. Really? Well, what about the people that have been board members for the last 10 years, and they throw the responsibilities and they hand over the corporation to the property manager, who most of the condominium owners in the building can't stand or feel that they may be corrupt. And they actually don't even know that the management company has been contracted by the board of directors, but obviously seems to be just a front person because the board of directors either are unknowledgeable or hiding in the background and allowing the property managers to make all the decisions. But because they're not first-time members, it doesn't matter. They don't have to have mandatory training. Does that even make sense? Think about that for a moment. So now all of a sudden, our provincial government has decided that only first time members are going to include mandatory training. It doesn't, if we had people right now that are condominium board members, then to be quite honest with you, why do we have to build a better condo act if all these board of directors right now know the condo act, abide by the condo act, adhere to the condo act? And have knowledge about the Condo Act. Well, they don't. Because if they did, we wouldn't have a Condo Act review. Think about that. This recommendation makes absolutely no sense at all. So I think, again, this is sad. This whole procedure is downright sad. You're listening to Linda Pinizzato of the Condo Expert. You have a wonderful day. We hope to hear from you. Contact coaontario.com We have a wonderful website. If you're in Toronto, you can go coatoronto.com And let us hear your comments. We want to help. Stand up for your rights. Get up, stand up. Don't give up the fight.